Good morning, everyone. And a very warm welcome to worship at Paisley St George's Outreach Centre. This morning, we're celebrating the diamond anniversary of this building, and we're delighted to be joined by the Provost, Lorraine Cameron, and other guests. Now, you're probably sitting beside folk you don't know, so please, if you haven't already done so, take a moment to just look round and say hello to one another. And now turning to the intimations, St George's Bible Study Group will meet on the first Tuesday of the month in, at 7pm here in St George's Outreach Centre. All are welcome. The Kirk Session is called to meet after worship next Sunday. And Before we begin our service of worship, may I thank the many folks who've worked so hard to make today happen. Today, here in St George's Outreach Centre, the words of the hymns will appear on the screen, and in general, we stand to sing and sit to pray. Come, gather here, brothers and sisters in Christ, young and old and in between. Come, seeking the loving God revealed by Jesus. Come, Worship the one who died and rose again for you and for me. Come with doubts or faith. Come as you are. You are welcome here. We worship God by standing, if able to sing hymn 237, Look Forward in Faith. The hymn, Look Forward in Faith. Now let's come to God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, we have gathered here in this space or in our homes to worship you. We have gathered to listen for your word to us. We have gathered to give you thanks for the messengers who have shared your message down through the years. Loving God, as we hear of you appearing to your friends, your disciples, we are reminded of how difficult it was even for them to fully grasp your presence and power. As we come to you this day, in this place or in our homes, we come to worship and adore you. Living Jesus, you came to your disciples when they needed you. Come to us now and reassure us. 
Help us in our moments of doubt to be able to cry out, my Lord and my God, as Thomas did. Help us to be honest in our words as we wrestle with our uncertainties, knowing that you love us for them, not in spite of them. Listening spirit, ever present in our lives, surrounding us with your presence, curry in and make your presence known to us now. Reassure us that our questions are valid and not something for which to be ashamed. Help us to voice them as Thomas did. Holy Trinity, forgive us if we ever let doubts take over. Forgive us when we speak harshly. Forgive us the things we have left undone and assure us of your never-ending love and grace, giving us the peace you offer over and over and over again. Hear us now as we pray in the words Jesus taught his followers. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Good morning, boys and girls. You're awfully far away. Do you want to come a bit closer? Come on out. Come on out. Because you want to be able to see what I'm doing, don't you? Yeah. You want to sit on the stairs? Would that do? Not that all right? Now, this is the last Sunday of the month. What normally happens on the last Sunday of the month? Can you remember? It's ice cream Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you're disappointed. Oh, you know what's happening. <laughs> ah, okay. So you're not disappointed because you know they're going to make Sundays later on. Yeah, okay. Because normally you'd come into the church at the end, wouldn't you? Uh -huh, having had fun and eating your ice creams. You know you're going to get your ice creams because there's a stall set up over there for you to make ice cream Sundays. And maybe, just maybe, I'll get an ice cream this week. Because I don't usually get one, and I would like one. Now, because you're staying with us for the whole time, there's lots for you to do. You were given a bag when you came in. Mm -hmm. So there's things in that. And for one of the activities in the bag, have you had a wee sneaky look? No? Okay. For one of the activities in the bag, you need to have had a really, really good look at me this morning. At what I'm wearing and at my bag. Now, the bag. I wonder what's in it this morning. Oh. Do you want to have a look? Oh. Eggs. <laughs> Eggs. Ben, you look worried. Are you? No, you're not. Oh, that's good. And a bottle. Oh. There's a wee bit of water in it. Okay, well, we'll live with that. Now, what's, what do you think's in the egg box? You're presuming it's eggs. Nothing. nothing? Well, feel it and tell me if you still think it's nothing. Well, something in it. You don't think it's eggs? It's not eggs? Do you want to open it up and see what it is? Oh, what is it? It's a hard-boiled egg. A hard-boiled egg. Now, do you think that I can put the egg into the bottle without breaking it? No? Okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'll bring it over in a minute. Now, where's my egg? There it is. 
And the basin was just to catch the water. Oh, oh, is it going? Is it going in? It's not moving. It's moving. Oh, there it goes. Oh, how did that happen? Talk to me afterwards and I'll explain it. Talk to me afterwards and I'll explain it. So, how do I get it out? Okay, I'm just, I'm just waiting a minute or two. Let me get it out at the end. Do you believe I can get it out? Yeah? If it, comes, if it goes into the bottle, I'll get it back out. Uh -huh, okay, so you believe me now? But you didn't believe me when I said that the egg would go into the bottle, did you? No, I know. And sometimes we don't believe things. Now, what about if you went home, Haley and Ben, and told your big brother? Do you think they'd believe? Do you think Fraser would believe you? Not if he didn't see it. No. Okay. So you think you'd need to see it? Okay, because it's easier to see things that we've seen for ourselves. And I'll come back to this once it's cooled down a wee bit. But last Sunday, can you remember what we heard about last Sunday? We heard about Jesus' friends going to the tomb and finding it empty, didn't we? Yeah, and they were surprised. But they met Jesus as well. But not all of Jesus' friends met him right away. And some of them who hadn't met him didn't believe their friends when they told them that they'd met Jesus. One of his followers who needed proof, who needed to see that Jesus was risen was Thomas and later on Jackie is going to read to us from the Bible and we're going to listen carefully to that to hear about that but let's see if I can now get this out <laughs> there you didn't believe that one either did you <laughs> Now you do. So, oh, I think I'd better dry the iPad a wee bit. There we go. Now, what was that? Was that good? Will you tell folks about that? You'll go home and you'll tell... It's a bit disgusting. <laughs> yep, okay. Okay. So, Jackie's going to read for us later on, but for just now, we're going to sing a hymn. We're going to sing a hymn, and it's God gave me eyes so I could see the wonders of the world. God gave me ears so I could hear, and you've been really, really good at listening. God gave me lips so I could speak. So we've got to go and tell others about what we've found out today. And God gave me my mind so I could think. And he gave our hands so we could touch. And we've got to tell it to the world that God made me. So we're going to sing the hymn 164. God gave me eyes so I could see. And thank you once again. And I hope you've looked really hard because later on you forgot, right? Okay, tell you what, while we sing the hymn, do you want to have a really good look while we sing the hymn? And you can take careful note of all the details, okay? Right, so we'll stand to sing the hymn, God Gave Me Eyes. And I'm going to come up and let Rudy see it as well. So come on, follow me.
going to turn in a moment or two to scripture, which will be read for us this morning by one of our elders, Jackie Perry. The first passage, if we listen carefully, tells of God creating or making us to serve him. And as I was saying to the children, if we listen carefully to the second passage, we'll hear how one of Jesus' disciples found it hard to believe what his friends were telling him. This disciple had to use his eyes to see for himself and to use his hands to touch, to feel, to make sure that what he was seeing was real, was true. So I'd now like to invite Jackie to read for us. Couldn't see you there, Jackie, for a moment. <laughs> I'm going to read this morning from the New International Version of the Bible. The first reading is from the book of Revelation, the first chapter, reading from verses 4 to verse 8. Uh, subtitled, Greetings and Doxology. Join to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before his throne and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and freed us from the, our sins by his blood, and he has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds and every eye shall see him, even those who pierced him. All the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And our second reading from the Gospel of John can be found in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, reading from verse 19 to 31. Subtitled, Jesus appears to his disciples. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And Jesus again said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. And Jesus appeared to Thomas. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my fingers where the nails were and put my hands into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood amongst them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your fingers here. See my hands. Reach out and put your hand into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe 
that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. The word of God for the people of God. Amen. Thank you, Jackie. So Thomas had to see to believe, and we sing of this in our next hymn, the hymn How Often We Like Thomas, and this hymn talks of us needing proof before we trust. The hymn How Often We Like Thomas. I'd like to invite Muriel Smith, the former session clerk of Glenburn Parish Church and one of the deputy session clerks at St George's to lead us in prayer. Thanks. Prayer of Thanksgiving. Lord, for the years your hand has kept and guided your people here in Paisley. Today, as we look back over the 200 years that this Church of St George's represents, we give you thanks for your goodness and blessings that you have poured over us. We give you thanks for those who have faithfully served you down through the years and made the way possible for us to continue the work of taking the gospel to the people of Paisley. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, who in the past empowered men and women to share your love and the gospel and that he is still at work in our lives, enabling us to continue with your great commission to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, that you love the people of Paisley, that you desire to bless us and not harm us. May we never take these blessings for granted. Thank you for your great love and care. Thank you for your sacrifice so that we might have freedom and life. Forgive us when we don't thank you enough for who you are, for all that you do, for all that you've given. And from this day, as we look forward, help us to set our eyes and our hearts on you afresh. Renew our spirits. Fill us with your peace and joy. We love you and we need you this day and every day. We give you praise and thanks for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Muriel. 
Boys and girls, while I talk to the grown-ups, why don't you explore the bag? If you've, I think you've maybe done that. There are things to do. There are doves to be decorated. There is a sheet to draw me. There's some colouring in. There's word searches. There's lots there. Also like you, if you to write your name on the table cover and you can draw on it as well. Grown-ups, you too can draw on the table covers and sign your names if you want to. Boys, do you want a bag as well? Because there's enough bags at the front door if the boys want a bag to do some bits and pieces with. It's up to you. I don't mind. But this morning we're worshipping here in this building in what was formerly Glenburn Parish Church to celebrate 60 years since the opening of this building, following on from many years of ministry in this community. It is a time to give thanks. And as you'll see from displays, and you probably, some of you will know, Glenburn Parish Church came into being with the transportation of the congregation of Paisley George Street and the closure of the Abbey Mission Church. Just over a year ago, Glenburn Parish Church united with Stowbray Kirk to form Paisley St George's. And looking back at the history of the two churches, I was fascinated by the interweaving of so many congregations and the way there are so many points of contact and so much shared. And obviously, we all share our love of Jesus Christ. But this, the Hall Church at Glenburn was opened when membership of the Church of Scotland was at its peak. And today, well, today we live in challenging times. We live in challenging times where the world of the 21st century is different, but the need is the same. The need is the same. And early Christians, well, they too lived in challenging times, going right away back to the time of Jesus' resurrection. For in today's gospel reading, we're told that the disciples were so afraid after Jesus was crucified that they'd shut themselves away in a locked room. They were feared. They were frightened that the authorities would look for them and try to kill them like they'd killed Jesus. And it's into this locked room that Jesus appeared. He appeared to this group of frightened people. <coughs> the first thing that Jesus said to his disciples was, peace be with you. And for the children, these are the words that I'd like you to write on one side of the cutout dove. Peace be with you. And these words are echoed in the reading from Revelation. Grace and peace be yours from God. For let's be in no doubt, God's peace cannot be underestimated. It is the peace that passes all understanding. Do not underestimate the power of the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said to the disciples, peace be with you. And this peace is a peace that sends us out into the world with the ability to cope with a world that perhaps appears a wee bit warped like a Salvador Dali picture or a magical fantasy film. So often when we listen to the news, we can't get our head around what is happening in this world that we live in, this world that God has entrusted to us. But Jesus, God, still gives us peace a peace given in the gift of the Holy Spirit. And as Jackie read for us, Jesus gave the disciples in the locked room the Holy Spirit. And in Christian imagery, the Holy Spirit is often represented by a dove, hence the dove in the children's bags today. But the power of the Holy Spirit changed the disciples. It changed them totally from being a group of people huddled together in a room with the door locked tight and feared. They became brave. They went out. They went out into the world. They went out into the world to follow Jesus' instructions. His instructions given at that time, as the Father sent me, so I send you. And sending means going out. Jesus gave the disciples the gift of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit changed the disciples. The power of the Holy Spirit changes us too. And we too are to go out into the world. We are to go out into the world to share the love of Jesus with others. 
to share his love in word and in action. And this is what we are called to do. We are to be messengers for God. And God's message, well, it can never be taken to all people unless we take it. And as John wrote in the Revelation, Jesus has made us a kingdom of priests to serve God and Father. And these messages are as relevant today in this troubled 21st century as they were 2,000 years ago. We heard the good news and Thomas, when he met with Jesus later in the room, Thomas used these words. He said, my Lord and my God. And we are called to share this message. We are called to say to God, you are my Lord, you are my God. And we are called to share his message, the message that has been passed down to us over the centuries by countless generations of Christians. We are to be messengers. And messengers, messengers are people who are sent out. And people who are sent out need someone to send them. They need a message to take. They need a power and authority to back up the message. And they need someone to turn to when in doubt or in difficulty. Well, let us be in no doubt we are sent by God. We are sent to share God's love. God sends us out. Our backup is God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And the message that we are called to take in its simplest form is this. God loves us. God loves you and God loves me. God offers his love to everyone. And God loves us so much that he sent Jesus to teach us in word and by example. He sent Jesus to die for us and he raised Jesus from the dead for us, for all of us. And God invites us to follow him. And this is the message that we need to continue to share. We need to continue to share in this bigger parish of St. George's. It continues to be shared with the community of Glenburn, through the Lighthouse Club for primary children, through the Connect Hub, which meets on afternoons on the first and third Tuesdays of the month, to the new Bible study group, which will meet here at 7pm on the first Tuesdays of the month. But being a messenger for Christ is not just about what we do inside our church buildings. A messenger is someone who is sent. And we need to take the message from here outside to others. And yes, that might be about inviting folks to join us for some of the various activities or to come to worship with us. But it's about so much more than that. It is about us being messengers in the community. It is about us meeting people where they are. And it can be in the simplest of ways. It can be a simple action to help a friend, a neighbour, a stranger. It can be simply listening to someone, just hearing their story, spending time with them, sharing a cup of tea, carrying a bag full of shopping, and yes, I know we're often unsure of what we can do and what we should do. But if we open our hearts to the love of Jesus, then his Holy Spirit will guide us. She will send us to the right person at the right time. And we will be given the words we need to say, if indeed we need to speak words. For I always like the, the quote that's um, uh, uh, attributed to St. Francis of Assisi where he apparently said, go and preach the gospel. Use words if you have to. Because we don't always need to use words. Actions, as they say, speak louder than words. Jesus' message. Jesus' message was short and to the point. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. And this message, that's the message that instilled so much excitement in the disciples. It caused them to leave their jobs and follow him. And that message is still the same today. It still has that ability to excite and to change people's lives. God will change our lives. He will change our lives day by day. And we are to share this message with others. 
As we heard this morning, Jesus told Thomas that those who had not seen, as he'd done at the resurrection, yet had believed, would themselves be blessed. Over the centuries, many who have come to believe in the message and the messenger have indeed been blessed. And they've also passed on the message to those who followed them. And this morning, we give thanks for all the service that has been offered in Christ's name through Glenburn Parish Church and through all the other churches that are linked together in that complicated weaving of threads through all the work that has been done in Christ's name in his world. But as we give thanks for the past, we look forward to the future. We look forward to the future as we commit ourselves to continuing to pass on this gospel message. Since that first Easter, cross and the crown of thorns reminding us of that. The cross is empty for Jesus is risen. So since that first Easter, we as followers of Jesus Christ are Easter people. And as Easter people, as followers of Christ, we are called to share the good news with others. We are to be messengers for Christ. That is our job. Amen. We're going to sing of this in our next hymn. It's hymn 363. I know you don't have hymn books and the words are on the screen. We have a gospel to proclaim. Now as the choir sing the anthem, our offerings will be brought forward.
thank you, Alan, and thank you, choir. Our offerings have been brought forward, so let's dedicate all that we offer to God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, you have blessed us with so much, and so in response, like Thomas, we say, my Lord and my God. In glad thanksgiving, we make our offerings, our offerings not just of money, but of our love, our skills, our talents, and our time. We offer ourselves to be your messengers, to share your love in word and in action with others within this parish of Paisley St George's and beyond. Accept these gifts we offer. Grant wisdom with those responsible that they would be used to grow your kingdom. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd now like to invite the Reverend Maureen Leach to lead our prayers for others. Maureen is well known to the folks from Glenburn as she has served as interim moderator and locum on more than one occasion. <laughs> Thank you, Maureen. Let us bring our prayers for others to God. Let us pray. Lord, this is the day that you have made, and in this place it is a day of celebration. But as we gather here today to celebrate years of faithful service given by members of St George's Church, we are aware that others are not celebrating but are sad, in despair or feeling lost. So we bring our prayers to ask for your gift of the Holy Spirit to be with those in need. Bring your healing, comfort or hope, we pray. We think on our troubled world and grieve that war is still so prevalent. Today we think of the Holy Land and the continuing hostility between Israel and Palestine and pose the question, when will peace return to Jerusalem? We think on Afghanistan and the fact that there is still conflict in that country. We pray for peace and particularly that the young people be given their chance to have an education. And we think too on Ukraine and the unjust war that is being waged. We pray, Lord, that your peace may break into the thinking of those in political power so that this killing will stop. And we are very aware that our world is still in the grip of the COVID pandemic. And we pray for all who are affected. Lord, bring all governments to see that until the vaccine gets to all, then this pandemic will continue in the world. Bring your wisdom to those in power, we ask. And we pray for all in our own community who are suffering at this time. We ask that your healing be upon them. Lord, this church of St. George's covers a big area and sometimes it feels like an impossible task to care for all. However, Lord, you have given us the power of prayer, so help us to use it well to provide support where necessary. Even now, Lord, we take time to pray for those known to us who are in need of your love at present. So hear our silent prayers. Bring your healing upon them, Lord. Bless St. George's and all churches in their service carried out in your name. Life is changing for all, but you are constant and will be our strength and our helpmate forever. In this, we are confident. We bring this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
when Jesus appeared to his disciples, he said, peace be with you. Pre-COVID, we'd have shared the peace with a handshake or a hug. During COVID, we learned to sign the peace. So let's do it now. Do you remember? Peace be with you. Peace be with you. We're going to close this morning's service of worship. And I would ask that after the benediction and the Bible has left the church, if you remain seated, and I'll explain a wee bit more about what's going to happen at that point. But we're going to close our service of worship with the hymn, Christ has made the sure foundation. And this hymn was sung at the first service of worship in this building. And it still holds today. Christ is made the sure foundation. So let's see what we can do to the roof as we praise God in the hymn, Christ has made the sure foundation. To live in peace, united through the love of your sisters and brothers in the power of the Spirit and the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore. <laughs>